Strick muted. Welcome, we welcome, welcome to On The Block. It is On The Block, 2 to 4 every day right here on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter, YouTube as well. You can also stream in, call in, Solder Hammond text line is always available to you. This episode of On The Block this Friday as we approach a wonderful Super Bowl weekend. A lot of stuff to discuss today. Austin Orman, Eric Strickland. This show is sponsored by the great Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. And uh, Austin, how are you doing today, man? I know I'm not in studio today. Had the shootout late last uh, yesterday evening here for a specific event for my little brother who has his um, his uh, album release party that's going mm-hmm. on today. It'll be four to eight here, which is just after the show is over. So that's it worked out perfectly as far as me being able to be on the show. But how are you doing today, my friend? Strick, I am great, excited. It's been a great week of content. I'm excited about today's show. A lot of fun stuff to talk about. And then the Super Bowl weekend. You know, so we'll talk plenty of that and got basketball to coach this weekend and a Super Bowl to watch. It's life's good, Strick. Life's good. And we're going to be uh, at a, a, a specific location. Tell us about that this weekend as well. Yes, we'll be at Buffalo Wings and Rings, 68th and 0 here in Lincoln. I believe, I don't see the sheet in front of me, so I think we've gotten all 100 Super Bowl squares given away. So if you're on those uh, squares, make sure you get there by 430 for the prize drawings. And if you're not on but still want a chance to win, still get there by 4.30. We're giving another 100 squares away. But I don't have the whole lineup of who's going to be out there, but it's not going to be one or two of us. There's going to be a whole host of us from 93.7, the ticket out there. Come out, say hi. Again, we appreciate you, listeners, everything you do. Let us put a name to a face. If you text in, you call in, even if you just listen, we're, we appreciate you, and we'll be out at Buffalo Wings and Ring 68th and now on Sunday. Absolutely. And and one of the things that uh, we're going to jump into today, obviously, uh, had a strong crossover. Uh, We'll talk a little bit uh, about the NFL honors uh, in this segment. We'll probably cross over, touch a little bit on those honors as well. We'll have Nate Brennan that'll be joining us, uh, the former on the block member before he had to shoot out to Kansas City to uh, do some TV uh, there. And so we're excited about that as well. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely uh we'll do shootout with strick as well we'll talk about the super bowl in the second half of the hour and we'll have a unique uh segment uh probably around the 3 30 time frame where we'll have super bowl prop bets where we'll just be talking about all these different types of uh uh unique uh different bets and we'll see who's going to win is it going to be austin or is it going to be stricky and we'll be able to have that as well before we cross over with the old school crew now let's get into nfl honors NFL honors uh, jumped off, and obviously one of the main ones was the MVP voting, um, which was, um, you know, phenomenal in itself in that uh, Patrick Mahomes dang near ran the table Mm -hmm. as far as the MVP voting, which was I I thought was a surprise. I was uh, quite surprised to see. Obviously, he had a tremendous season, the Kansas City Chiefs there in the Super Bowl as well, Um, the stuff that he was able to do in the playoffs on an injury uh, was absolutely phenomenal as well. Uh, the connection between him and Travis Kelsey was just unique in that uh, the tight end was able to get busy with over a thousand yards receiving. We thought that there might have been some tapering off, some fall off with Tyreek Hill's uh, departure, but that was not the case. Kansas City was able to find some great pieces to add to that team, that roster, and was able to get it done uh, this season. And they find themselves in the Super Bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's talk about the honors, though. How do you feel about uh, Patrick Mahomes? Do you think anybody else should have uh, 
you know, popped in and had more votes. Did that surprise you a little bit? No, I, by the the time they were announced, I think we pretty much knew it was Patrick Mahomes' award to lose. And yeah, I think he had two different narratives working for him. Number one, he had the narrative that before the year, people wrote him off a little bit because Tyreek Hill was gone. So, well, we don't know if he'll be as good. Well, we don't know what it'll look like. So I think he faded you know, back to third, fourth, fifth in that conversation behind, you know, Josh Allen in the Bills before the year, behind even Joe Burrow, who beat him in last year's AFC Championship game. So while Patrick Mahomes was definitely in the conversation, it was, well, we'll wait and see. And then by the end of the year, that other narrative was, well, look at how much better Patrick Mahomes makes the guys around him. In this revamped offense with these new guys, Patrick Mahomes set the NFL total offense record. Uh, the Chiefs are playing their fifth straight AFC championship game at home, thanks in no small part to Patrick Mahomes. And, oh, by the way, he's won a playoff game and a half on a bad ankle. No big deal. So Jalen Hurts had a great season, definitely deserved a vote in a normal year. He probably gets more. Josh Allen... It cooled down with the narrative from the beginning of the year, but still, in terms of the numbers, had a really good season. Normal year probably gets more than one vote. But to me, Strick, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. He was the best player in the NFL this year and got rewarded for it. Absolutely. There, there's no surprise um, in this particular one. I thought that this would be the case. This is one of the ones that we did discuss, and that was uh, AP. Um, comeback player of the year. We mm-hmm. we also thought that Geno Smith probably uh, should have been in that discussion from what he was able to do with the Seattle Seahawks. Everybody thought that they were going to fall off the map when they lost Russell Wilson uh, to Denver, but it was like a complete opposite of what their thoughts were. And uh, Geno was able to get it done, but obviously has great weapons there. Uh, you know, DK Metcalf and and you know um, uh, Ken, Kenneth Walker the uh, third, mm-hmm. as well as um, Oh, gosh. The uh, other receiver. DK um, or Tyler Lockett? No, Tyler Lockett. Yep. Tyler Lockett. And we got to see a little Kay Johnson get out mm-hmm. and get busy a little bit in the playoffs as well. But uh, we that was no surprise. But tell me what your thoughts was about the uh, coach of the year. I mean, we did talk about – I thought that I thought it should have been Dable, but what was your thoughts? Who, who did you think actually it should have been? Yeah, Dable is definitely a deserving choice. I could have seen arguments for Dable or Sirianni. Again, they're younger guys that haven't been with their teams very long. The Giants' turnaround was incredible, how Brian Dable and Mike Kafka, the offensive coordinator, made Daniel Jones look like a quarterback that deserves an extension. He'd had mm-hmm. you know, flashes a half here, a quarter there of it, but Brian Dable really helped unlock Daniel Jones, which is huge. Uh, they found ways to put Saquon Barkley back on Saquon Barkley levels, which was good. And the defense took a big step. Stay healthy. Forward. Stay yes. healthy this year for the most part, yeah. He did, which was huge for them. And the defense wasn't the best but it improved by leaps and bounds it mm-hmm. got them you know to the playoffs where they needed to be they beat the vikings in the playoffs so huge credit to brian dable again not to downplay what kyle shanahan did in helping the niners rattle off all those wins and down to the third string quarterback not to downplay what sean mcdermott did in winning the afc east again in helping the bills offense you know maintain what it was at but to me it should have been brian dable the giants i think were the best story from a team side, the way they competed, the turnaround they made in that market with a first-year head coach. So, yes, absolutely happy for Brian Dable that he won it. Well, one of the uh, one of the ones that I, I would say was a surprise, I thought that if Jalen Hurts or um, 
maybe Josh Allen or somebody did not win the MVP voting. I thought that they would probably become the offensive player of the year. The surprise for me was Justin Jefferson actually winning that, but he's deservingly uh, mm-hmm. won that award by the, by, by no stretch of the imagination. He deserved uh, that award. So shout out to him. Uh, how, you know, uh, but I, I would say one that I think probably would surprise you was the defensive player of the year. Huge and, shot. And, and, and tell me about that. Nick Bosa didn't play the whole season. He, he played yeah. most of the season, but missed some games. Micah Parsons was one-man wrecking crew in Dallas. I mean, those are two good defenses, but this, to me, Strick, felt more like rewarding the 49ers defense as a whole. Yeah, Nick Bosa is probably their best player, more so than Micah Parsons, who did so much to elevate that Dallas defense to that level. Just the ways you can line him up, his availability, he was there consistently, and I think he made more game-changing plays this year. So I I don't know who the better player is overall, but in the context of this season, this to me was Micah Parsons' award, and I don't know if he got one first-place vote, which is kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Was it a surprise that the Jets were able to sweep sweep the Rookie of the Year awards? I I thought so. Sauce Gardner absolutely deserving on the defensive side of the ball. His only competition probably would have been Tariq Woolen out in Seattle. Uh, Sauce Gardner looks like a number one corner from day one. And to do it, you know, as a rookie in that market, in that division against, you know, the Dolphins offense that took a big step forward against the Bills offense that we know what it can be. Um, His coming out party really against Green Bay when he takes the hat or the cheese head and puts it on in the tunnel. And that's still Aaron Rodgers, regardless of what that receiving core is. So I think Sauce Gardner had the moments and he was the best or maybe the second best behind Quinn and Williams player on that Jets defense that took another big step forward. Offensive Rookie of the Year, I would have gone with Kenneth Walker III to come in and on day one put up 1,000 rushing yards in Seattle's offense, I think was big, especially early in the year where you don't know what Seattle's going to be. So you would have thought they would have, oh, let's just hand the ball off and, well, teams know they're going to run the ball, but we don't trust Geno Smith to throw it. The fact that Kenneth Walker got over 1,000 yards, did it for a playoff team in Seattle as a rookie, I would have leaned that way. But credit Garrett Wilson for it. Not a bad season by any means. I just wish he would have helped elevate the Jets' offense a little more based on what they have mm-hmm. at quarterback. Uh, Walter Payton Award was giving to Dak Prescott uh, this year. Um, is it is it is is that a is that an award that's you know uh, a prestigious one, or is that just one that you kind of just look at somebody that just kind of handled themselves with class and? and and handled business this year. How do you view Dak Prescott taking that award? Good for Dak. We've talked about his play on the field, but by all accounts, he's a good dude, great teammate off the field as well. So it's not one that I think the general public pays attention to, the Man of the Year award. But at the same time, I do think that winning that award does, you know, mean something to a locker room. Because Mm -hmm. if, if you're one of the 53, or you're on the coaching staff, or you're around the building, you know, you know what those guys do on a daily basis, but as much as you see them on a daily basis, sometimes it's about what they do off the field. They have their day yeah. job, but how are they spending their time off the field? How are they bettering the community they're working in? And I do think that that leadership that it takes to you know, win the Walter Payton Man of the Year award says a lot about players. And I do think that that carries weight in the locker room, regardless of the position you are. That, that's why I, I like this award. It's not based on position. You know, it's not a quarterback award like MVP. You know, you see yeah. players from all positions earn it 
And I do mean earn it because you do have to put in that work off the field as well. And I think it's a great award to have to show people, hey, we're not just here on Sundays. One of the awards that I, I thought was pretty cool is the FedEx Air and Ground uh, Players of the Year. And that was, that goes to Joe Burrow as well as Josh Jacobs of the uh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, that award in itself, is that something that Phil is deserving for those two players? I think Josh Jacobs had a tremendous year, mm-hmm. being that it was probably a disappointing year for Las Vegas. But uh, he did handle business as far as on the ground. And obviously, the weapons – that Joe Burrow has with T Higgins and um, as well as um, Jamar Chase. Um, He did handle his business there for that, for that award as well. Absolutely. Josh Jacobs, I think was a no brainer leading the NFL in rushing, even though you have Devontae Adams on your team. I mean, I'm sure that helps at the same time. If I was, you know, in Las Vegas, I might just throw it up to Devontae every play. So to take advantage of the opportunities like he did uh, to stay healthy to be that that bell cow throughout the year. Good for Josh Jacobs. And Joe Burrow, sure, fine. If you look at it, he had a better season than Josh Allen. I don't think you can argue that. Uh, to a tag of Iloa, had he been able to stay healthy the rate that he was going, you know, the first month of the season, maybe he sneaks into that conversation. Jalen Hurts not in that conversation because he's more of that dual threat guy, mm-hmm. more so than doing it with his arm. So, yeah, I think Joe Burrow more earned that award as well. So... The 49ers, tremendous season, especially with what they had to endure and what they had to go to. Still, with the injuries that he had, Nick Bosa earns the Deacon uh, Jones Sack Leader Award, even despite uh, missing a few games, (laughs) which is uh, a tremendous feat in itself. Uh, It's very impressive. But I love the fact that the AP coach, assistant coach of the year was D'Amico Ryans. I think he should probably find himself landing a head coaching job, a tremendous job that he did with that defense there, uh, best in the in the NFL by far, and 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 had a tremendous offense despite not having their their top quarterbacks. And it, look, you can't fault them for what they had to go through, but the fact that they were able to land these two awards, kudos to the 49ers organization. Yep, again, organization. And D'Amico Ryan's best of luck to him down in Houston where he has that head coaching job, but – yeah, the 49ers defense really helped carry them or settle them, I think I would say, because the offense, we know it still has the playmakers. But as Kyle Shanahan and co. were going through trying to figure out the quarterback position, what are our guys' strengths? How do we use them? How do we get our playmakers the ball? The defense was the constant as a unit. There's not really a weak link there, and that's why it's been you know top five in the NFL. It was a really good unit, and big props to D'Amico Ryan for you know being being the spearhead of that. Well, we were able to get through there. If there's any of those awards that you thought were you know out of place, non-deserving, uh, anybody that you felt should have had uh, a play in some of the awards and was not listed or didn't get their just due, 402-464-5685, Sauter Heyman text line, text us and let us know your thoughts on that. But we've got to take a break right now. On the other side of the break, we will have our friend, our former co-host here on the block, Nate Brenner will be joining us. We'll talk about a few things that we, um, you know, that's happening in baseball that, uh, well, we'll say not the MLB baseball, Mm -hmm. but college baseball and the SEC. We'll talk about that a little bit and a few things with awards and the Super Bowl as we come back after the break. 93.7 The Ticket, you are on the block. We'll be right back.